0: UAB MedCast is an ongoing medical education podcast. The UAB Division of Continuing Education designates that each episode of this enduring material is worth a maximum of 0.25 AMA PRA Category 1 credit. To collect credit, please visit uabmedicine.org slash medcast and complete the episode's post-test. Welcome to UAB MedCast, a continuing education podcast for medical professionals, bringing knowledge to your world. Here's Melanie Cole. As treatment strategies for patients with colorectal cancer advance, there has now become an ever-increasing need for multidisciplinary teams to care for these patients. Welcome to UAB MedCast. I'm Melanie Cole, and today we're discussing the multidisciplinary management of colorectal cancers. Joining me is Dr. Greg Kennedy. He's a professor of surgery, the John H. Blue Endowed Chair in General Surgery, and the Director in the Division of GI Surgery at UAB Medicine. Dr. Kennedy, it's a pleasure to have you join us again. Tell us what you're seeing in the trends for colorectal cancer before we get into some of the treatment options.
1: Well, you know, there's a lot of good things happening in colorectal cancer, Melanie. So first, you know, colorectal cancer is the third most common cancer diagnosed in both men and women in the United States. So it remains a really important problem. However, the incidence is decreasing over time uh, recently in certain populations. Um, which is a great thing. We think that's because of a combination of factors, probably increased screening and detecting the tumors at earlier rates. But there remains reason to be um, cautious. Um, There is some evidence that there's worse outcomes still in uh, uh, um, our minority populations, and we also have some evidence that it's increasing in the incidence in the younger patient populations so you know, while there's some positives in colorectal cancer, there remains some some certain challenges that we still have to have to be uh, aware of.
0: Is there anything new and exciting as far as screening?
1: Um. Well, some new and new and exciting is always relative, isn't it? But uh, certainly, um, colonoscopy remains the gold standard, I would say, for screening. Um, but we certainly have some newer tests that have hit the market in recent years in the last five or ten years of uh, with the uh, fit test. The fecal immunohistochemistry test that is looking for for small uh, quantities of blood, and also some of the DNA tests, DNA-based tests made by uh, some companies around the country um, that have been approved. Now these tests are good for detecting cancer, not necessarily good for detecting polyps. So colonoscopy remains the the gold standard. Um, but I think that the newer tests do increase access to screening for patients in the more rural communities who perhaps don't have availability of, of uh, providers that do colonoscopy. So I, I think there's some, some, some real positives there.
0: There certainly is. That's so interesting. So now let's talk a little bit about the multidisciplinary management of colorectal cancer. Why is this so important? Is it new, Dr. Kennedy? Has it always been this way?
1: multidisciplinary management of cancer in general has has really been uh, pushed in the major medical centers over the last 10 to 15 years. Um, it's been, been hypothesized that this multidisciplinary care would enhance preoperative evaluation, give patients increased access to specialists and multimodal therapy. And in fact, it's been shown to do that in many other cancers besides colorectal cancer. Pancreas cancer, uh, um, lung cancer, uh, breast cancer, et cetera. And in those um, those treatment pathways they've seen we've seen the adaptation of multidisciplinary care really become the standard of care. This is where patients are seen and evaluated by a group of specialists from from different fields, medical oncology, radiation oncology, and surgery. Colorectal cancer, it's not necessarily been the standard of care until recent times. Uh, some of that's been the advent of the American College of Surgeons bringing forth the, the National Accreditation Program for Rectal Cancer. That's really put a, put a uh, spotlight on multidisciplinary care and some of the inadequacies of rectal cancer care in the country in here in the United States. Um, is there patients who are being treated uh, without the, the multimodal approach, so um, not getting the appropriate staging preoperatively, not getting appropriate treatment preoperatively, being rushed right to surgery. It's pretty clear that that approach, that sort of rushed approach, has worse outcomes. So definitely, uh, this more multidisciplinary care has become more and more popular, and it's really the standard of care here at the University of Alabama in Birmingham.
0: So then tell us what that looks like for your team, Dr. Kennedy. Who are the primary multidisciplinary team members?
1: Like every place that does this, we have a uh, diverse group. We use the radiation oncologists, the medical oncologists, the surgical oncologists, as well as the colorectal surgeons. We all participate. Um, We've got a very robust group here. When a patient receives a new diagnosis of colorectal cancer and presents to our clinic, they will see all three providers in that visit. This really just um, streamlines the visit for the patient. However, while the patient might see that and they see this as a streamlined process, very convenient, what they don't see is all the work that goes into this. And that's where I think the the, the value is in this multidisciplinary approach before the patient ever gets there, we are receiving the tests, any tests that the patients have had. We're discussing the patient's care as a group. We're really coming up with the plan before we ever see the patient. So that way when we go in, we can talk to the patient, sort of a directed, focused discussion, learn from the patient anything that we may not already know uh, about them in particular that we may not learned, have already learned from their, from their outside documents, really be able to tailor the plan specifically for each patient. Um, this is, I think, just a fantastic approach to care. It really leads to, to not only streamlined care, but, but really uh, high value and, and um, highly satisfied patients. So it's been a really a great introduction of a, of a care team and a care uh, pathway here at UAB.
0: Dr. Kennedy, this may seem a difficult question, but as we see improved coordination of care and the opportunity to assess each patient, as you've described, from many viewpoints, and that's really an immediate benefit for the patient for sure, and that multidisciplinary team, tell us some of the challenges of this. Is there sometimes a differing of decisions regarding the choice of treatment? Tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you've overcome at UAB in this form of care?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Melanie. And there's no doubt there's um, differing opinions on how patients should be treated. And that's the great thing of, of working together as a team and knowing the team members as well as we know each other. We can actually debate. We can uh, look into the literature. We don't always have the answers, do we? We uh, have to sometimes look into the literature, find out what is uh, the right answer. And oftentimes, if we're debating it, there is no right or wrong. So it comes down to what the team decides then, and quite honestly, majority rules. Uh, we've had patients, I'll just give you an example, a recent patient who had a, uh extensive lymph node involvement from their rectal cancer. Uh, we talked a lot about doing surgical therapy of those lymph nodes versus more uh, radiation therapy, uh, ultimately decided on radiation therapy because of uh, some concerns of increased morbidity of surgery. Um, the surgeons de- didn't necessarily agree, but the the majority felt that uh, the increased morbidity of the surgical therapy... Um, uh, outweighed the, the 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 increased morbidity of radiation therapy, so we went with the radiation. So, you know, that was a great example of how having the multidisciplinary approach uh, led to actually an improved outcome of the patient. Because at the end of the day, the patient had a complete response in the lymph nodes from the radiation therapy, and is doing quite well six months later. So. It's been it's been those sorts of conversations that allow us to have that that we are allowed to have because of this approach, and uh, we can really come up with some great tailored treatment plans that I think improve outcomes ultimately.
0: Well, that's such a great example and a good point. But along those lines, for effective management of certain cancers, and they remain. Great challenges for the surgeon, yes? So with increasingly complex treatment algorithms that you're finding these days that add new options to your armamentarium of available therapies, is there somebody in charge? Is the surgeon in charge of guiding the patient's care? Tell other providers, as you say, you've all known each other for a long time and you work together so well, but how are those decisions made?
1: Yeah. Well, it's, that's a great question. And, you know, we always, as surgeons, we always like to think we're in charge, don't we? Um, But the truth is, that's not the way we see it. This is very much a team approach. And in fact, uh, we tend to view this as the patient's in charge. Um, We want to give the patient uh, the information they need to make an informed decision and then let the patient make the decisions that are necessary. So, um, you know, we try our best to guide the patients uh, with the right information and uh, let the patients make the decision that, that fits them best. Um, and I think that's, again, the beauty of multidisciplinary care. So the idea that one person is in charge, I think, is, is not necessarily true. We really view this as a team where all voices are important and all voices are equal. And our goal is to give the patient the best treatment option uh, that uh, we've all agreed on in one way or another. And, and then, provide the patient with some options along those lines trying to say what we think is the best but here are others that could also work and then ultimately let the patient make the choice that that they're comfortable with assuming outcomes are, are close to equivalent.
0: What a comprehensive approach is there anything you'd like to share as far as research at UAB that other providers may not know about?
1: Well, we're always trying to use our patients in a way that we can advance the the science of the disease as well. Um, We're always interested in trying to understand Uh, The genetics of cancer, so we have uh, various genetic studies uh, looking at uh, the uh, heterogeneous nature of of cancers and how that heterogeneity of a cancer might lead to better or worse outcomes. So we know that uh, tumors that differ within the cancer uh, sometimes have certain populations of cells that may give rise to metastatic disease. Um, we've been interested. We've got a, a, a research group interested in understanding that heterogeneity and what it means to patients. So that's certainly one area of, 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 uh, of research that we have going on. We also have a, we also have an area of trying to understand staging. So currently, the only way we can accurately stage a patient is by doing surgery and taking lymph nodes out. We're trying to put forth a, a protocol whereby we stage patients with MRI. Uh, before we ever operate on patients and really be able to accurately stage patients. This would lead us, if we could accurately stage patients, it would lead us to uh, more... Uh, informatively uh, move down a a watchful waiting type pathway for rectal cancer. So in those patients who have a complete response, if we can have evidence that they truly have have had a complete response in their lymph node basin using MRI, we could then feel better about a decision of of watchful waiting. So certainly we have these various research protocols uh, that are always open and we're trying to enroll patients to advance the knowledge of the disease.
0: Well thank you for telling us about those exciting advances and trials that you're running there at UAB as we wrap up. Please summarize for us Dr. Kennedy what your outcomes have looked like as a result of a multidisciplinary team approach and the benefits of this type of approach for not only the patients, but for the surgeon and the other team members involved because it gets you all involved and you all know what each other's doing and you really get to bounce things off of each other.
1: Yeah, I think the benefits are multiple, uh, Melanie. So First, the multidisciplinary management of colorectal cancer has been associated with significantly more complete preoperative evaluation, as well as improved access to multimodal therapy. That's pretty clear, and, and um, we've seen that in our own practice. Um, we also have seen just improved patient satisfaction. The patients who are coming to these visits are having uh, a great experience. Um, they're certainly coming with complicated problems, but in trying to meet all all the providers in one appointment and then leaving with a clear idea of what's happening and where they're going next they're 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 leaving much more satisfied and having a much better experience i think those are absolute benefits from a, from a personal and professional perspective, it's just led to such a great team approach and such great um, camaraderie with the team that uh, I, I can't imagine going back to uh, another way of treating the disease. So I, I think it's fantastic. And um, we really love treating patients and helping patients in this situation. So hopefully we'll continue to grow the program.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Kennedy, for joining us today and sharing your incredible expertise and what an exciting time to be in your field. Thank you again. And a community physician can refer a patient to UAB Medicine by calling the MIST line at 1-800-UAB-MIST. That wraps up this episode of UAB MedCast. For more information on resources available at UAB Medicine, please visit our website at uabmedicine.org slash physician. Please also remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other UAB podcasts. I'm Melanie Cole.